open Texas strangers kiss on the dress We sat around thought we'd make this little podcast Welcome to Talker Texas Ranger, the only official Walker Texas Ranger podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Devin. And I'm Whit. It's great to be started doing this show. Um, like I said, we're the only official Walker Texas Ranger podcast. Uh, I mean, it's pretty easy because right now we're the only Walker Texas Ranger podcast. Yeah. Um, which I mean is what the boss wants. And the boss being uh, Chuck Norris, Chuck of course. Norris. Mm-hmm. We we're paid by him. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he set all this up for us. He gave us this, this great facility to record in. Walker Studios. Walker mm-hmm. Studios, yep. It's a long elevator ride up to the top of Freedom Tower where the mm-hmm. studios are located. Yeah, great view though. it's worth it, yeah. <laughs> great American view. Yeah, I mean, I can see Houston from here and I can see Sonora yeah. from here. I'm conflicted about how the, f- the floors are all American flags because I don't like to walk on it, but I do like to feel the patriotism. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, also the, uh, the American flag wallpaper and decorative wall coverings well the american flag toilet paper though is weird too you know like i like that it's everywhere but you know yeah it's a little kind of disrespectful i think that we should have thought that through a little more because we said everything you know yeah and when they're asking what we wanted we said we want this to be the most american show ever everything right and you know the designers were saying hey we found some issues i didn't answer those calls (laughs) you know (laughs) So that's our bad. I get around using the, the toilet paper just entirely. I don't use it. I get a subscription to the New York Times and I just use that for <laughs> it's, business time. They still make New York Times? I mean, it's one of the, you know, the great things about being in New York. That's fair. Pick them off off the homeless people. <laughs> There's so many. So yeah, it looks like the boss is actually um, shooting us a few messages up on our Slack channel. He basically just says, uh, congratulations, boys. Uh, Love you, Chuck. And uh, yeah, he's he's wishing us very well. So that's that's awesome. I love him. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's a very powerful, ancient man. He's got a great handshake. Good luck, boys. I'm proud to be starting the Talker Texas Ranger podcast. This is a great day for America. Yeah. Congratulations. Made in America for Americans. Very important mm. to the boss. Just like Walker, Texas Ranger. Mm-hmm. It's still relevant. I know it was made over 85 years ago now, but it's still very, very relevant. It's mm-hmm. as today. relevant today as it was then. Yeah. It's as accurate today as it was then. Boss still looks great. Mm-hmm. Still kicks higher than me. Well, that's not a stretch. <laughs> it looks like we're getting more messages from the boss. Ooh, these are in all caps. It, oh, he's, oh, geez. Um, oh, God. It looks like there's a... How did this happen? He's, he's really this upset. This is a joke, right? Yeah, this can't be real. The, so he says there's another Talker Texas Ranger podcast. It's called Talker Texas Ranger. It is called, yeah, oh, called God. Talker Texas but, Ranger. But I mean, Wait, we've been building where? the studio and doing the pre-production for nine months. You're telling me yeah. since then someone came along and started a Walker Texas Ranger podcast? It, it is totally unofficial. What, is it in California well, or be. something? Uh, it says they're a European. Oh my God. Number one European Walker Texas Ranger what? podcast. How do they even know about Walker Texas Ranger? I just got a new message. It says, don't worry, boys. Petitioning President Trump to start extradition process of foreign podcast hosts. Hell yeah. Right, yeah. Or waterboarding. Yeah, I'm glad Chuck Norris is going the extra mile here for us. I'm glad that Trump is bringing back waterboarding for criminals like this. It's disgusting to hear this stuff. It's discouraging, but like we said, we're the the official podcast, so... Made in America for Americans. Yeah, I mean, he says that he listened to a part of the first episode, and he says the audio quality is really bad, and he hates them. (laughs) He just hates them. He said, boys... I don't even understand. I tried to turn on subtitles and it doesn't work. <laughs> you know, this is the first podcast that he's ever listened to, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Looks like he just started mashing the keyboard with his fist. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it was pretty much hate them, hate them, hate them, and then just, God, it's just a bunch of ASDJ. Okay. <laughs> Cordy, Cordy, Cordy. Can they even watch Walker, Texas Ranger? That's got to be illegal. Outside oh, of totally America? illegal. It's banned. Absolutely illegal. There's no way. It's ridiculous. How are they even viewing it? Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, you can't buy tea here. <laughs> He's talking about, like, how many guns do these guys even own? Zero. Ugh. Zero, right? Yeah. Gross. Pacifists. <laughs> how do you have a pacifist podcast? It doesn't even make sense. Um, he says there's not even any good artwork. And he says that they just spend too much time talking about the plot, which is not what he wants us to focus on. Yeah. He's very insistent about that. <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing he's going to want is yeah. any kind of plot dissection. Watch out, boys. I he's mean, coming for you. Yeah, it says, um, I didn't pay attention to the plot when I was making this show. Why would I want two European sons of bitches dissecting it now? <laughs> God, I've never seen him this upset. These guys suck shit. Jesus. His words. I, I can't fully endorse this. From the man himself. But yeah, he's, right there. he pays the bills. Chuck Norris at AOL.com. I mean, I, I guess there's nothing we can really do about uh, it. Well, I mean, I guess we're Talker Texas Ranger USA. Talker Texas Ranger USA. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think that works. Oh, it, it definitely works. It's in the boss's hands right now. I mean, we know he's going to deal with this. Yeah, so this week we watched the very first episode, sort of a feature-length episode. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like 100 minutes. One Riot, One Ranger. Here's the DVD description. This pulse-pounding, two-hour premiere episode introduces Cordell Walker, a contemporary Texas Ranger who could have stepped out of the Old West. After his partner is killed in a bank heist, Walker seeks vengeance on the killer and uncovers the next daring scheme. That's actually pretty succinct. It's a lot better than yeah. this convoluted plot in this episode. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty broad, but I mean, yeah, I mean, this is the first episode, you know, introduce all the main characters here. Right. The actual plot of the episode isn't really important at all, right? Right. I mean, the important thing is we kind of see Cordell Walker, see how he operates, so learn what he's about. How would you sum up the plot of this episode better than that? There's right and there's wrong. <laughs> and there's Walker. Yeah, that, that's, that's good. Because <laughs> there's a lot of wrongdoers and stuff in this. Uh -huh. It's kind of crazy. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of plots and subplots. Yeah. Kind of dizzying. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a good description of this episode should be like as convoluted as the actual plot. So I feel like an accurate description of this episode <laughs> would be like, strange things are afoot in Fort Worth, Texas. Can one Texas Ranger stop a string of bank robberies, avenge his partner's death, save a circus, save a, 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 a circus, circus troop, a sexually assaulted circus performer and her adopted family, and also impress kids at a rodeo for charity? <laughs> And make a new friend. And make a new friend. <laughs> and guys, we're just we're just Watch. dipping our toes into the water with yeah. the, the yeah. subplots yeah. of this thing. I feel like it should be like that. <laughs> that and then just watch this episode and find out man it's all over the place big bucket spills everywhere <laughs> <laughs> but i mean really you know from having already watched other episodes i mean you got cordell walker mm -hmm. who's the hero chuck norris yep you have the other main character trevette who's introduced this episode mm -hmm. his partner <laughs> i feel like becomes a lot more likable later yeah, yeah he's, he's definitely pretty... a cocky <laughs> <laughs> he is definitely not likable this episode i think they kind of made a mistake this episode by making him too much of a foil for walker like it's he's everything that walker hates all right yeah he's young he he wears a speedo he wears a speedo <laughs> oh god does he <laughs> he spends a lot of time bending over so you can see his butt um he's a juicitarian so he's like young and health conscious and right. likes technology mm -hmm. <laughs> he knows how to use computers right. he uses computers and then we've got we've got alex cahill who is sort of like cordell walker's love interest i guess yeah. but she's an assistant district attorney 
And we've got C.D. Parker, who runs C.D.'s Bar and Grill. I guess he's a semi-retired. He's a semi-retired Texas Ranger. Texas Ranger. All-around fat guy. (laughs) Right, right. So, I mean, really. And in this episode, he's played by a different actor than the rest of the series. So, he's in a couple more, this guy? Uh, Yeah, just a couple more. I think the next... Yeah. Maybe the next two... Yeah, so the first few episodes of of Walker are kind of weird because it's like a it's they don't just have a pilot episode, they have a pilot season. It's the and it's the first like, three episodes. Right. Okay. So I mean those are the four main characters. You have Cordell Walker, Texas Ranger, superstar, best Texas Ranger ever. Trevette. So I was going to say, I was going to say, what's Trevette's last name? But no, <laughs> so it's James, James Trevette. Everything Walker doesn't like. Young, techno-savvy, black juicitarian. <laughs> Walker's not really like, super sure about any of those yeah. things. Um, they don't explain when you first meet him, like, why Walker just immediately doesn't like him. I mean, it's weird. He's in a Speedo. He is, like, super he, cocky. But, yeah, but before he even says anything, like, yeah. see, he's just like, what does he say? He's like, he, you know, don't let yeah. looks uh, deceive you or whatever. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, remember, Walker, looks can be deceiving. Yeah. And so Walker's like, <laughs> not those looks. And I what assume does that they're, mean? God, I, I hate I hate it, but it sounds like they're just like talking about how he's a black dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't let his black looks deceive you. He's a, he's a good one. He's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. Right. It's and like they knew their audience and they knew it would be like, look, black guy. This is a this is a hard sell. Yeah. We know the audience of the uh-huh. show is not gonna like this guy. Yeah. Um is this guy supposed to fight the crime? <laughs> <laughs> Arrest him, Walker. <laughs> but so immediately Walker does not like the look of Trevette, mm-hmm. right? Right. But she mentioned that there is someone who immediately does seem to like the look of Trevette. Oh, man. Yeah. So CD is <laughs> CD is introducing Walker to James Trevette, but CD just and, like. And Clarence Gilliard is like super fit, super wet, <laughs> slick down. Yeah. I mean, this is this I was is, taken aback. It this was, is this is peak Trevette. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, Clarence Gilliard. He's a beautiful yeah. man. He's a beautiful man, and uh, CD is just like licking his lips. It. Yeah, he's just like, oh, this is Trevette. Mm. Uh, uh, he's uh, the replacement for Bob Mobley, <laughs> your your partner that yeah. died. You'll forget about Mobley in no time. <laughs> what does he say, Jared? It's like, yeah, he's like, are you ready to meet? Mobley's, Mobley's replacement. replacement. <laughs> <laughs> like, <Fuck>. shit. <laughs> oh, you mean Mobley, the guy who, like, got gunshot earlier yeah, today? My friend that died. <laughs> yeah, here's your new friend. <laughs> you ready to meet him? He's cocky. He's, yeah, Super he's real cocky. cocky. He drinks juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like apple, carrot, parsley. Like, you listen to all this stuff and send it. He's like, he's like, it really gets me going. <laughs> you want to hit this? <laughs> yeah, you want to hit this? Walker is like fucking disgusting. Oh, yeah. And I mean, there's a point later in the episode where he says to Trevette, how do you swish that? Why are you always swishing that around in your mouth? And it's like, that's called drinking. It's called drinking it, Walker. He's yeah. like, <laughs> gotta knock the taste of CD's tongue out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that the Trevette scene's great. But we also get a lot of setup for the character of Cordell Walker, where he's just like this all-around great guy. He's like always doing things for others. And Oh, yeah, we get a lot of good examples of that. Walker is like the ultimate hero. Like, I mean, I don't think we're going to see any point in like the entire series where Walker is wrong in any major way. Right. Or like bad guy. Yeah. Does the right thing. There's Walker and there's wrong. 
Right, yeah. He always has hunches mm-hmm. where he has an idea of what's going on. In this one, the overarching plot is there are some criminals who are setting up a big bank heist. Right. They're yeah. doing little bank heists to build up to the big one. And we should say that this show is not easy to watch because it's not available like streaming anywhere online. Right. It's only DVDs, which we had to actually like buy, <laughs> even though we, we want to talk about the plot, but like we probably won't go into too much detail just because it's probably really boring if you haven't seen it and you're not going to watch it. <laughs> We just need to make that clear. Yeah. But yeah, the main plot. It's a criminal boss who's like recruiting (laughs) shittier criminals and like vetting them in preparation to rob four banks at the same time that are in like sort of the city center. Mm -hmm. It's a very Walker bad guy. Yeah, because he he knows martial arts, right? (laughs) He knows martial arts. He's super bad just like to the core, to the extent that it doesn't make any sense. He's evil. Yeah, yeah, he's pure evil. He's as evil as Walker is good. And he loves pistachios, whatever. I mean, he's eating like nuts in like every... Every episode. He has or every, weird uh, criminal job interviews, you know? <laughs> the criminals really do that. Yeah, and he asks like, them for... Have a seat. He's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Can it's I like, get some of your references? Like, <laughs> And they sit down and have a job interview. Yeah, yeah. What are your references? <laughs> what you, other yeah. evil organizations yeah. have you worked What's for? What's your greatest weakness with C4? <laughs> <laughs> Did I care too much about C4, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, I never know how to answer. <laughs> what kind of villainy do you see yourself doing in five years? <laughs> do you have any villainous questions to ask me? <laughs> All right, we'll be in touch. Uh, boys, take him out back and whip his ass. Beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he didn't make the cut, so. Right. so when a guy doesn't make the cut, we just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought they were going to kill that guy, but they just take him out back Cobalt. and beat him up. And then he's fine later. He, he doesn't, doesn't have any bruises no, or anything. No, he doesn't. They was all well, non-visible just stuff. Saw the it was shadow all shadow on the wall of him getting beaten. It looked like he was getting hit in the face, but I don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's Cobalt. So Cobalt actually, I, I do know this, comes back. Yeah. Really? A few times. Yeah. 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 Good. So yeah, like wasn't he good? He yeah. is good. He's, <laughs> he's, he's the best part of the episode. Yeah. Other than Trevette's tasty Speedo. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, yeah. So let's roll it back. So Cobalt knows Trevette yeah. because of actions that Trevette took on Cobalt. Yeah. And, and, and he's terrified. Cobalt is like an arms dealer that didn't get hired. He's the guy who was like lying about his experience. Mm-hmm. So he was rejected. He was a reject right. for this bank heist shit. Right. Um, but yeah, he knows he knows Trevet. Yeah, he is terrified. He had running with him. How how did they get Cobalt? I don't even remember. Like, uh, they went did... to a gun store, and Walker was like, "Tell me who I would buy C four from." Oh, gotcha. Okay, he didn't need, he didn't need a computer. He just went to the gun store. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite lines of this episode, where I don't even remember what they're talking about when Trevet's like, "Oh, I found out this and this and this," and Walker says, "I also saw that." Without computers? <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, so that's like our introduction to like Trevette's the young cocky, but like, you know, he doesn't know as much as Walker. Yeah. Which is a running theme. Yeah. I mean, because nothing, like it doesn't matter how good of a cop you are and how much you know computers. Like you can't, I mean, that won't replace Walker's like actual intuition. Yeah. Intuition and just like experience. It's just something that I mean, miraculously works. I mean, sometimes the computers pay off, but. It's not necessary, you know. Walker would have gotten it anyway. <laughs> I think it's usually something like Trevette's putting a lot of time and stuff into, and uh, Walker just he has the intuition. He just beats Trevette to the punch. Right, <laughs> right, right. Just something Trevette's too wrapped up in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but so Trevette is the, Trevette and Walker sort of take Cobalt in mm-hmm. to interrogate him and find out what he knows. And uh, oh, such a great scene. <laughs> Cobalt is so frightened. Oh, I know. Because, I mean, Walker's the guy who would be, like, kind of scary, right? I mean, he's, you know, he's Walker. Right. But, you know, 
He's known to criminals. Yes, every criminal knows Walker. I've heard of him. But Trevet scares Cobalt to death. Like, mm-hmm. looking at Trevet, seeing Trevet made him run. Yeah. We like, don't immediately find out either. Walker sort of teases it out of him. Yeah, yeah. Right? Trevet doesn't really cop to it. Yeah. Which is, Trevet basically had, had I don't know another word for it, snake boxed him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he snake boxed right. him. Co- yeah. Cobalt got off for the crime or whatever, so then... Oh, that's right. He got l- off. Locks yeah. all his doors and just like cuts his cuts power. The power cuts off. His power and dumps a bunch of snakes into his bedroom. <laughs> into his house. So, yeah. yeah, he snake him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, Cobalt didn't like that. Yeah. And now he's scared of Trevette. Mm-hmm. And just seeing Trevette just invokes this like yeah. fight or flight. The snake man. Yeah, like he sees Trevette and he like pisses yeah. himself <laughs> and starts just running like he but, can't help it like i thought about that like trevette so like i mean if that was true like he had to go to a pet store and get like a hundred snakes and yeah. then like go to the, i mean that's like insane you or, know? Like, or why wouldn't he just beat the guy up or something or like find real dangerous poisonous snakes yeah. like outside and at that <laughs> point that's it's a lot just of work like, but right if they're actually dangerous snakes it's like attempted murder yeah Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not just like spooking just, someone. Just beat the shit out of him. Or, you know, I mean, if you're going to break the law, mm-hmm. just keep it simple. Like, it's really strange <laughs> yeah, to like get a big box of snakes. Yeah. So this <laughs> is like, <laughs> this is like Trevette the wild card. Like, I don't know how long they really keep this up. I think because it sort of made Walker respect Trevette, though. You know, he's like, oh, sometimes he takes the law into his own hands. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes he attempts to murder his criminals. I like this. Mm-hmm. I like this about him. Mm-hmm. And oh, and Walker calls Trivet Trivet the entire time. Oh, yeah, he keeps getting yeah, yeah. his name wrong. That's like the running I, like, joke. I wonder if he's ever going to get it right. <laughs> but, you know. Watch and find out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to talk about, like, the main bad guy and his scheme. Because, like, basically we see him setting up all these bank robberies and hiring explosive experts and running this huge criminal organization. But in the end, we find out his goal is to rob four banks at once. Right. So he, like, robs a dozen banks. <laughs> To be able to rob four? Oh, like, yeah. It doesn't seem like a big That's enough the payoff. Big league. He, he's like talking about doing the big thing later. And you're like, ooh, what's that going to be? It's like, instead of one bank, it's going to be four banks. <laughs> At the same time. because the it's same ha- time. Because it's harder. <laughs> like, well, that's a bad idea. Yeah. There was a lot going on. And they were just like, just throwing stuff at the wall with this episode. Oh, yeah, totally. Like- <laughs> and then there's the rape, like, subplot. The girl yeah. gets raped. Yeah. Which is really just a way for Walker to tell you his backstory. Yes, that was like all about him. Let's talk about this rape subplot. So there's this character, Lisa Edwards, who is a circus performer, but she had been raped by a group of three people separate from the main bad guys in the plot. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Alex Cahill, the assistant DA, brings this case sort of to Walker and asks if he can do anything to help. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And she shows, she illustrates it with like two eight and a half by 11 glossy like yeah. headshots of this girl pre-rape and post-rape. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I understand. But that, that's actually what he needed because she like showed yeah. him and he was like, I don't care. I don't <laughs> yeah. have time for this. And she showed him the photos. And so basically what she wants is the girl to stay at his house. For protection, yes, like, because I guess they're worried about these three guys coming after her because they they had threatened them already and said circus better leave town. Right, right. they just wanted to leave town too. 
that was so strange when they came to the house at that one point and they're like, all right, looks like you're going to Oklahoma. And they're like, we even bought you meals for the trip. <laughs> <laughs> like, who wrote that? That's so weird. Oh, shit. You know, there's actually one more main character we didn't yes, mention. Yes, there is. Uncle Ray. Right. Uncle Ray, who is Cordell Walker's full-blooded Native American uncle. Mm-hmm. Cordell Walker's father being full-blooded Cherokee right. as well. He's the wise old, wise-cracking, yeah. wise yeah. old uncle. But he's, I mean, he's sort of like tough and has a lot of like good one-liners. Yeah, good one-liners and and he raised Cordell mm-hmm. like by yes. himself. I yeah. mean, he even mentions that. So I mean, yeah. he really is like the father figure. I mean, he right. raised Cordell. You find out that his dad died. Yeah. So this circus performer, she it, like doesn't want to eat, and the uh, other circus people who are staying there, who are kind of like her adopted family, mm-hmm. go to Walker and say, "Hey, you know, she's really sad." You're you're better than us. Can you do something about it? We know you don't know her. And so basically Walker goes and gives her kind of like just, he doesn't really listen to her. She doesn't really say anything. He just goes and tells her his backstory. Yeah. He's like, my story is more sad than yours. Here it is. (laughs) (laughs) And and she starts crying and she's like, wow. Yeah. Does it ever get better? He he, he mansplains grief to her. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You really got to cement the sexism in this series yeah, right, right right off the rip. But so his parents get stabbed to death in front of in him. In front of him. Which is, yeah. wow, that's pretty bad. I yeah. didn't know that. They do also establish that even Cordell Walker's dad could take on like three or four dudes right. in a fair fight. Sure. So they had to stab him in the back. Which really right. like is kind of like sets up Walker's character because basically his dad died because he wasn't tough enough. He wasn't <laughs> a good enough fighter. Holy shit. Right? Right. Like, exactly. We, I always see Walker fighting the bad dudes and like I, he has to do it out of honor. Yeah. And this he's is, always this is like best. a Batman thing. Yeah, kind of. You know, he hates yeah. crime. And I mean, obviously, you know, he learned a lot of things from uh, Uncle Ray. And we'll find out later that, you know, I mean, he also has other mentors. Like, you know, sometimes he spends in Japan to learn you know, martial arts and stuff. Yeah. We'll get to that later in Did, another episode. Really? Yeah. yeah. Pretty, cool. Oh, yeah. It's pretty awesome. I was wondering if they would explain that. <laughs> awesome. Can't wait. He's sort of like a renaissance man of like... <laughs> ass kicking. Ass kicking, yeah. yeah. He's he's learned every which way to like mm-hmm. kick somebody's ass or be better than other people. Yeah. Cordell Walker's also like a very charitable person too, because in this episode, he like helps out some homeless kids. He buys them dinner and puts on like a rodeo oh. show for them and stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Raises well, he gets roped into it by CD. Yeah. yeah which he resents, uh-huh. right? You know, Walker resents that and is upset with CD, mm-hmm. but he's still not above like helping these kids out <laughs> right. wholeheartedly. What does he say? Has oh, another great line. He's like, he says to Trevette, he's like, do you have any good friends, Trevette? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, shoot them while you still can. okay in like did you guys catch the like thing at cds where some like european tourists come in and they're like oh yeah do you guys serve a tourist in your restaurant your american (laughs) restaurant and he's like he's like we tried to but we cut them all up and they kept the little pieces of them kept falling off of the plate (laughs) and it's like what (laughs) who says that and that's when like walker just like totally busts cd and like throws him down on the table and <laughs> Handcuffs him and takes him in, and they they un, uncover yeah, another, uh, CD's another like, subplot. CD's serial murdering plot. <laughs> that part was made up, but he definitely like does say that he like cut Europeans up and served them yeah. to people. I mean, let that be a lesson to you know any upstart podcast. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so the Europeans do what was right, and they fucking exit the grill. Okay, these are crazy rednecks. <laughs> 
But yeah, so the bank robbing scene's really funny. Cordell Walker is supposed to be the, the, this Texas Ranger, this tough Texas Ranger, but he like brings a shotgun along and just like shoots tons of the bank robbers. From the waist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's action scenes. There's car chases. I mean, it is really like a they, movie. They put some money in it. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, totally. Like there's yeah. explosions. It was, it was a budget. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like he actually gets better. I mean, I haven't seen a ton of episodes of this show. I mean, we'll all be like definite experts in the future. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like Chuck Norris's acting is like really bad in this episode. There's a couple of lines like when he's talking to his uh, Mobley, his partner that dies in this episode, yeah. basically telling him that uh, whatever jewelry he bought is fake. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to tell you this, but it's gold plated. <laughs> <laughs> like they chopped it all up from Mother's... Yeah. In the same scene. Yeah, he's really monotone. Yeah. He, he definitely gets better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, better, but... I mean, he's never as good as Trivet. Or... Oh, no. There's some great acting in this episode by um, Cobalt, who, like... Yeah. like I, I, really I enjoyed him a lot. I don't think it's the actor's fault, because I feel like there's a couple of characters that do this, but he has, like, really, like, exaggerated reactions. Yeah. Like, someone says something to him, and he goes, like, googly eyes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's what I liked about it. You know, yeah, I mean, if the yeah. show's going to be this bad and, like, campy or whatever, like, well, then we'll do it up, you know, yeah, make yeah, it really yeah, totally. over the top. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, Native American spirituality in the episode. Oh, yeah. God, this episode is, like, so full. Yeah. It's got, yeah, it's got so got much stuff it's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess Walker does, like, a um, Native American ritual. Right, at Mobley's grave. He also has like a moment with Uncle Ray where their Uncle Ray had had like a like a visionary yeah. dream about a man with a spider tattoo that they had, you know, Which, he's the right. big boss. Which, was that the main boss? That was just the other guy, right? No, that was the, <laughs> was the main, main guy. Oh, that, that was, was the, the main, main boss, yeah. yeah. They, they saw him in bank robbery footage. They he, Like Uncle Ray noticed the spider tattoo on Wait, his so head. the main boss had the, the Black Widow spider tattoo yeah. on his hand? Yeah. So he's an ex-CIA official. He's interviewing someone for a job at his organization. And the whole time he's eating pistachios and the guy's interviewing recognizes him by eating pistachios and not the huge spider on his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, I mean, every criminal has some sort of hand tattoo. (laughs) They have all these like vignettes about these like shitty criminals. They're bad guys. That's all you need to know. Yeah. The other explosives guy. We spend a lot of time on him. With this shitty bombs, the stupidest bombs ever. He like makes them into these are like oh, big yeah. <laughs> horse flies. I don't get them. They're like big paper mache Texas horse flies. They're like fucking five feet in diameter. It's an ashtray. Yeah, yeah it's an ashtray. Uh huh. Ridiculous. And he, and he stuffs it full of C four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, the the big boss is like, "Whoa, you're hired." <laughs> Great, like, great a, horsefly bombs. This is a great idea. That guy Cobalt that we rejected, all he did was work with dangerous Libyans. He's getting C4 just so he can rob these four banks at once. Like, it, this whole plan doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but it's got a lot of explosions, which are always fun. Car chases, explosions. Meanwhile, the bank robber guys are just like running from bank to bank to bank to bank. Because it's like, <laughs> there's like they're like, how it's so hard to juggle robbing four banks at once. <laughs> I mean, did That's it really? Why you have job interviews? <laughs> yeah, did it feel like they were even robbing four banks at once? I mean, I couldn't tell what was going on. I, it seemed like two. It seemed like Walker was on one team, and then Trevette and the rest of the Rangers were somewhere else. And you can just shoot criminals in Texas. Yes, apparently. like That's you right. don't even like in the very beginning. Mobley before he gets killed. The guy running out after robbing the bank, he's like, yeah. "Stop or I'll shoot!" And then he just blows him away. <laughs> <laughs> the guy didn't have a weapon or anything. Yeah, wow. I, mean, I mean, definitely <laughs> Trevette would have would have handled that a lot better. He would have snake boxed them. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, but yeah, I mean, the main story, I mean, it just leads up to Walker has to fight the bad guy at the end, one-on-one, sure. on one, mm-hmm. you know, and beats him. The bad guy who knows martial arts, as we've seen, because he's beat up a few of the, his, yeah. his henchmen. That yeah, he does some high kicks his. and things like that. That guy, that guy, like, cannot even come close to matching Cordell Walker's, like, skill at martial art. It's totally one-sided. I don't even know if he even tries to throw a punch. <laughs> they, they fought in, like, a corporate park, too. There's, like, fountains <laughs> behind them and shit. It's, like, two in the afternoon. It just looks so funny. Yeah, it's the that, Fort Worth City Center. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely, like... Was, I mean, I feel like that was definitely right outside the, like, Top Kick production offices. Yeah. You know? <laughs> do it up front. I mean, you, you right outside see, their new you, fountain. Yeah, you could see people walking by with, like, gap bags and stuff. <laughs> and there's these two old guys fighting in front of the fountain. <laughs> Kick his ass, Walker. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty great. I'm sure I'm sure every single episode is going to end with him like fighting the primary antagonist. Yeah. Fist fighting him. Right. We learn later that he has to. Yeah. yeah. It's an honor. Yeah, that's true. He like, actually hands off his shotgun. He's like, here, take this shotgun. Take this. I won't need this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they give us a lot of examples in this episode of Walker just being the hero. So one-on-one fights, being right about hunches, saving a young girl, mm-hmm. right? Um, mansplaining grief, <laughs> right? And then, charitable acts to children. Yeah, charitable yeah. acts to children. Awesome rodeomanship. Yeah, like he's just Re- they, reluctant. Awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's it's too it's a waste of his time because yeah. he's so good. He doesn't really. Yeah. He's not even Ugh, interested. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go win the rodeo. <laughs> Relux, reluctance to settle down and start a family at the young age of sixty. <laughs> I don't want to win the rodeo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Women <laughs> women throwing themselves at him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. see that. Are you married? Yeah. That bank teller is just like all over him. He's like, ma'am, please. I'm trying to I'm trying to solve right. a case here. It's more that that weird, like right wingy sex thing, though. Like it's never it's always like, are you married? It's not like, can we go out sometime? It's always yeah. like this weird, like a uh, hint of <laughs> sex, but like never anything close to the real well, thing. That's a, like, kind of a weird thing about the show. Is it tries to do good, you know? Yeah. It's well-intentioned. It has, like, the idea of, like, this is Walker and he's an American equal opportunity hero. But it's weird going back and watching the show because there's, like, a lot of sexism and racism that, like, people in the 90s either, like, put up with or didn't even notice. Like, there's a few both. things. Yeah, like, <laughs> both, right? And, like, no one talks about it. But, like, you never see Trevette uh, date a white woman. It's like, look at Trevette's always dating attractive black women. Yeah. He's a black guy. Yeah. Walker always dates white women, mm-hmm. you know, like just because that at the time would have been too much for people to like yeah. deal with. And no one thought like, hey, what does it mean that like we're not comfortable watching yeah, yeah. this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, you know, he looks out for women. Yeah. But I mean, it, it doesn't But it's really very much work. like he takes care of them because yes. they're weak and like, yes. you know, hysterical. <laughs> Even the DA who's been to law school and like worked her ass off. Like she's just in the end, like she's always just freaking out. I don't, I don't know what percentage, but there's a lot of episodes where he's going to be saving Alex. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. She'll be getting kidnapped or accosted or something like that. And he'll have mm-hmm. to step in. She'll be shopping. <laughs> Probably a lot of shopping. <laughs> Trevette will be on his computer we, oh, all the we, time. We, we got Trevette's backstory, which I enjoyed. Again, like I think he's you know a good actor. He has this little monologue about the Lone Ranger. Yeah, I, no, yeah, yeah, I, forgot yeah. About I that. enjoyed that. See, he's um, he's like a no, he's I mean, an athlete, past athlete. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't realize this. So he played football for but Penn the Dallas State Cowboys. I no, thought. no, but Penn State. Yeah. Then the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. That's huge. Uh-huh. He blew out his shoulder. Yep. And then he went through a dark period, and CD saved him. Yeah. And and then again with the subtle racism, like Walker's like, Why are you a Texas Ranger? 
Why are you wearing a cowboy hat? You're a black guy. And, yeah, how could you get from but, Baltimore but, but to so, here? So exactly. And he explains yeah. it. He's like, well, I grew up in Baltimore. You know, scary city. You've heard of that, right? Old white people. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, but like it, the, yeah. the show is tackling this issue of being yeah. like, mm-hmm. we're going to like make this an inclusive show yeah. and have a black character. But it, it like kind of like fumbles it. Yeah. Because you know? he watched the Lone the Ranger. Yeah. And he yeah. was like, this guy had freedom and there was right and oh, wrong. Oh, yeah, totally. Yada, it's yada. like, well, I made it out because I had these really great classic American white people to look up to. <laughs> and so I made it out. Yeah, it's totally fucked. I escaped from black culture. Don't worry, Walker. <laughs> They're it's like, like yeah, it's we, so... we've got to have sort of like an odd couple sort of thing. So what's more odd than a white dude <laughs> and a black dude together? <laughs> You know, yeah, that, I mean, that really is it. It's like with Chuck Norris, who, you know, is already a movie star. He's the ultimate hero. And we partner him with a black guy. Yeah. And the first time you meet him, he's in a Speedo. In a Speedo. He's juicy, he's all like muscular. Big and- city, nerdy black guy. But, you know, and he turns around and, you know, and then, you know, he basically just wants to be Walker. Right. From there on. And out. then what does Trevette do at the rodeo? He's the oh, rodeo clown. Yeah. <laughs> Hop in the barrel, black guy. <laughs> And we learned that Walker is crazy good at riding bulls or whatever in a rodeo. Or yeah. is it horses? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What, I don't know the difference between their, their appearances. So. <laughs> yeah, they have like a whole like minute long scene of him like patting his hand down to get on the yeah. bull. Like it was really, I was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> he bull. rides Terminator. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was trying to remember the name was. He lasts more than eight seconds in the saddle. Of course. And he and, and then- Trevette dramatically jump out of scene yep. and then freeze frame. <laughs> I think it shows it like three times then jumping like whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. It, it, I mean, he gets Trevette's name right, which is a cute little bow on the episode. Yeah. 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 And like, like, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's overall a good start to the series. Yeah. It um, definitely lets you know what the deal is. Right. I mean, you know, the plot's not important. It introduces all the main characters mm-hmm. and they're pretty much consistent with what comes later. But I mean, overall, this episode's too full. I don't know how we would really rate this one. I would it, it say, was, I'd say average out of five, I'd give it like two. It had too much shit going on. It mm-hmm. was like way long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe two out of five. I would say two and a half. Whatever's perfectly average. That's what I would say. Two and a half bear nooses. Yeah. I would say um, on the scale of zero to five bear nooses, <laughs> I would give this one. I don't know. I feel like I, I have high expectations for this show. Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like a two is good. If you say a 2.5 is like right in the middle, mm-hmm. I feel like this one is a drags a little bit. Yep. Maybe I'd say yeah. like even a 1.5. That, that, that's a good point. I want to change mine to two. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I've, I know there's better ones than this. Right. I mean, it kind of like hints at what can happen. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it does a good job introducing the main character, sure. you know. But there's too much shit and, like, the it's p- like too it's much a, plot. Yeah. It's a yeah. 101 class you have to just, like, slog through. Yeah. But, like, right. you got to do it. But Not yeah, enough. Not really that Speedo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should have just been him in the Speedo trying to catch up. Oh, I'm sorry. I just got back from the pool and he's bending all over everything. And... <laughs> yeah. No, like, oh, I dropped my have juice. That blatant bend over scene that was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And CD's yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is weird. They really like linger on like Trevette's body a lot in <laughs> yeah. this episode. I mean, we're lingering on it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys are, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know, just this is commentary. (laughs) Juicy, juicy commentary. (laughs) Okay, so, you know, what would we change to make this episode better? Um, (laughs) I feel like they could have added a little backstory for Trevette to say that, like, 
he loves swimming <laughs> just to show that they could keep bringing him up swimming more and more right. um which i think i feel like probably gets dropped yeah we're yeah. probably gonna have to meet him at the pool because that's where he always is <laughs> he's working <laughs> or like yeah to explain why he's always wearing a speedo and then maybe like you could have scenes later this would just be set up for these later right. episodes yeah yeah scenes where like uh walker and trevette are out working a case and trevette's pants get ripped off and a machine <laughs> or he gets something all over us to take him off <laughs> and he's just like and you know there's just a lot of episodes where well, it's like the machine that they, yeah it's like, like he's getting ready for the rodeo and it's the machine that puts all the clown makeup on but it, it he gets caught in and it rips his rips his yeah. clown pants right off and it revealing the red speedo yeah he's got a red speedo with like with it's also got like the red honky nose clown thing and he goes <laughs> he goes oh oh no not again, because this is, you know, he says not again because this is the 15th or 16th time that this has happened in the episode. He's right. over it. And then, yeah. and, then frame. and then while people are talking, he has to say, hold on and bend over for a little, for like a long time. Juice break. Has Sorry, guys. Seen my juice? <laughs> oh. I swear it was around here somewhere. How long do you think Trevette's going to be a juicetarian? Because from the other episodes I've seen, I don't really remember. I think that, that was just up. for this episode yeah. to be like he's a New England pussy. You know? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't East just coastal. eat steaks and potatoes. Coastal, <laughs> coastal elite. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hit this? <laughs> I would have liked more CD backstory where we learn what Pervo message board he met Trevette on. When Trevette was going through like hard times. Right. Yeah. How'd they originally hook up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I think they hint that CD is like a gross speedo, <laughs> speedo perv, speedo ogling perv. Yeah. And I wish they could have gone into that a little bit. And then I'm at the pool. I'm on. always coming by the pool. Cause I feel like. Can't he, swim, but. <laughs> I like the men's room a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I just like being in the shower room and, you know, just meeting friends. Cause he, he meets Trevette when Trevette's like going through like a really dark period. Right. And like, how did that happen? I feel Trevette like. has so CD much. was also going through a dark period and yeah. they met each other. Trevette has so much good to say about CD. He's mm -hmm. like, that old coot saved my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of life lessons did you guys learn from viewing this episode? Uh, juicing works. Juicing. Man, it works. Man, it works. Yeah, I need to juice more. I feel like what I got out of this episode is that I'm kind of wanting in a few things personally, like, need to juice more, need to fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> need to be a better fighter. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm just not man enough. I mean, I can't kick over my waist. Like, I mean, just to be that flexible, like, yeah. aside from yeah. the strength part, yeah. like, just to be that flexible is amazing. Maybe it's the juice. It's practice it's and juice. juice. It's yeah, practice, practice and juice. juice. Like, cause Chuck Norris, he throws one high kick when he when he finally finishes off the bad guy at the end, and it was him. I mean, like you see his face, and he does the kicks the guy in the face, and, I was and like, he wow. winks at the camera. He, yeah, like he really got his leg up there. Like I know usually when he does fight scenes, it's really obviously a stunt man, but I don't know. I kind of imagine that he's more comfortable doing like the fight scenes than he is like yeah. the normal scenes. Yeah, that you know, that makes sense. I mean, that's that's what he trained right. for. Yeah. You know, when they, I don't know if you guys noticed, but whenever he does do these fight scenes, the stand-ins that they have for the criminals are always, they always have like, they put like European looking masks on them. <laughs> like, they just look like European people. Well, he needs, that, he needs that motivation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It he really, kicks the shit out of European people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's pretty ruthless. I mean, he will not stop until Sometimes he gets you. Sometimes they're holding like baguettes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He will not stop until he gets you. Yeah. I mean, that's really what he's all about. You could cut right. off his arms and legs and he would have a knife in his teeth and he would be crawling <laughs> across the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, he will not stop. Crawling across the skin of the water.
<laughs> so fast. Uh. Coming for you. <laughs> Euro. So, you hear that? Talker Euro Nation. <laughs> Talker Europe Ranger, whatever you're called. Yeah. Um, Do they have um like, you know, contact info on their show? We should absolutely get in touch with them. And- I don't know. Um, Do they even have a Twitter account or a email account? I mean, take it Maybe. fucking seriously. You know? I'll, I'll <laughs> say what they don't have. They don't have a Twitter account of Talker TX Ranger. Right. Because we have that. Mm-hmm. They don't or have the, the an email address of talkerpod at gmail.com. Right. That's us. So I don't know what they do have. Right. Why don't y'all write us at one of those emails <laughs> and we can figure it out. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just feel bad for them because I know I know what's coming. Yeah. They're, they're already Chuck dead. Is, Chuck, is, <laughs> Chuck is barreling down on them. Yeah. He, you know, they're probably already in Guantanamo Bay <laughs> in, their, in their very tiny cell. Chuck probably has, you know, a team of investigators trying to figure out if they're from Northern England, or Scotland, or Ireland. He, does, he doesn't <laughs> give a shit. He just knows they're not from America. <laughs> but it's kind of hard to tell, you know? So, yeah. I mean, for... for With their weird accents. Yeah, their weird accents. I mean, possibly even Australian or, or from New Zealand. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same. I, could, I couldn't really tell. What about uh, next week's episode? So, this will be episode two, Borderline. Here's the description. Walker and his partner work to protect Alex from the sheriff who found himself on the wrong side of the bars when she sent him to prison. After his release from the big house, he stalks Alex in search of revenge. Oh boy. So already Alex is Alex getting needs help. accosted. Needs Walker to save her. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think that that episode will be? Well, for, what, will, what will happen in this one? For his sake, he better be able to kick pretty high. <laughs> um, I think it's going to go kind of the same, right? There's going to be, there's going to be a guy he's going to, kind of creep on Alex and maybe rough her up and Walker's going to have to fight him hand to hand. Trevette will be I there. I hope he wins. Yeah. Trevette will yeah. be there. Yeah. The, the second and possibly final episode. We'll see if he, if he wins. <laughs> oh God, no. There's like seven seasons of this. Yeah. Probably thousands of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.